Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Scott Pauley. I'm so happy that you are joining our broadcast today. Several years ago, when we first began the Enjoying the Journey broadcast, we started with my favorite book of the Bible. I've adopted it really as my life's study on the book of Philippians. And the theme, of course, of that great book is the joy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, truly, it is the, the Bible treatise on what it means to enjoy the journey. Now we're thrilled to share this anniversary series with you again in the hopes that God will use it in your life to help you learn to enjoy the Lord Jesus Christ at whatever stage you happen to be on on life's journey. I trust that these studies from the Word of God today will refresh your spirit and renew your strength for the days ahead. God bless you as you listen. Don't you love to hear a believer share their story, give their testimony of what Jesus Christ has done in their life? The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Well, the Apostle Paul loved to share his testimony. As a matter of fact, repeatedly in the book of Acts, when Paul had opportunity to speak, he did one thing. He shared his testimony over and over again. He could be standing before people in a large congregation, or he could be standing before the king. But the one story he wanted to share was the story of how he met the Lord on the road to Damascus and Christ had changed his life. He never got over what Christ had done for him. Well, that comes out in our, our study of the book of Philippians because in Philippians chapter 3, in this letter that is more personal than any other letter he wrote, we get a little biographical snapshot. In Philippians chapter 3, the Apostle Paul shares not only the story of how he got saved, some of the spiritual truth and inner workings that were beneath the surface of all of that. We know the story of what happened on the road to Damascus, but in reality, our testimony of our coming to Christ is not about the peripheral things. It's not about the geographical location. It's about the spiritual work that God does in us. So let's let Paul speak for himself. Paul, would you testify today? Philippians chapter 3 and verse 2, he says, Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. Now we'll go further in this chapter and further in Paul's testimony in our study. But let's pause here for just a moment because the Apostle Paul opens his heart. He lays bare his soul. You see, the Apostle Paul had to come to the place where he was nothing for Christ to be everything. Isn't that the way God works in all of our lives? He brings us to the end of ourselves. You see, at our end, he begins. When we throw our hands up, when we come to what the Psalmist David called wit's end, it is there that the Lord Jesus steps in and begins to move and work 
in a mighty way. We all have a past. Paul had a past. You have a past. I have a past. And maybe your past is filled with worldliness. Or maybe your past, like Paul, was filled with lots of religion. But whatever your past, friend, if you're going to enter into the knowledge of Christ, and if you're going to walk in victory, you're going to have to get past your past and over yourself. Because the Christian life is not about us. It's all about the Lord Jesus Christ. I've marked some things in my Bible. I would encourage you to do the same. In verse 3, this phrase, no confidence in the flesh. And then in verse 4, confidence in the flesh. Isn't that the great battle in life? All of life, the great struggle. A man has to determine, is he going to trust himself and what he can do to go to heaven or is he going to trust what Christ alone can do to take him to heaven? Oh, but friend, that battle doesn't end just when you get saved. I've met so many people, and frankly, I've done it myself, who realized they couldn't save themselves, so they trusted Jesus to be their Savior. But then they try to live the Christian life on a daily basis in their own power and energy. I say again, the battle's all of life. Are you going to live today with no confidence in the flesh, or are you going to live with confidence in the flesh? Everybody leans on something. Everybody leans on someone. The issue is, are you going to lean on Jesus, or are you going to lean on yourself? He goes on in verse number 4, and he says, Though I have whereof I might trust in the flesh. You see, this matter of confidence is a matter of faith. It's a matter of trust. Who are you going to trust today? Are you going to trust your pedigree, your background, your energy, your talents, your gifts, your abilities? Are you going to trust your education? Are you going to trust what others think about you? Are you going to trust your self-confidence? Or are you going to realize all of that is nothing as a matter of fact, Paul said, I, I had to lose all of that. As a matter of fact, he goes even further and he says, I count them but dung. <laughs> that's, that's a strong word. Literally barnyard waste. Can you imagine? He says it's not only nothing, it's less than nothing. It's to be despised and to be hated. Why? Because in doing so, I enter in to what Christ and Christ alone can do in my life. We must learn to forget what we were and what we could have been. Whether your past is filled with lots of bad or your past is filled with lots of good, you have to be willing to lay all of that aside and look to Christ and Christ alone. And oh, by the way, remember he started by warning them, beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. Isn't it interesting that in a book on joy you have these notes of warning. May I warn you today, beware of anyone that leads you to trust yourself or them. Now, the only true friend you have is the one who points you to Jesus and says, Christ and Christ alone. Friend, would you lay aside yourself? Would you lay aside your past? In traveling through airports, from time to time I see people lugging multiple pieces of luggage and, and carrying it along and struggling under the weight of it. And I think to myself, that's someone that doesn't travel very much. Or they're not going to get very far like that. But isn't that how we live? We pick up things from our past. We pick up burdens and offenses and guilt and condemnation and things we want to hold on to and things we're proud of. And after a while, we're so loaded down with the luggage of life, we can barely move. You Remember, we're talking about enjoying the journey. If you're going to enjoy the journey with Jesus Christ, you're going to have to lay aside some of the luggage of life. You're going to have to get over your past, past your past, and over yourself. And you're going to have to say, the only thing that I have is Jesus, and He's enough. All that I have is Jesus. 
All that I claim is Jesus. All that I want, all that I need, all that I plead is Jesus. The only way to enjoy the journey is to travel light. And the only way to travel light is to travel with Christ and Christ alone. May God help you today to lay all aside and look to Jesus alone. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. We are grateful you've joined us for this study today. If you love the book of Philippians, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and download the audiobook of Philippians. Scott also has a full sermon series through Philippians that we believe will be an encouragement to you as well. And until next time, may the joy of Jesus help you enjoy the journey.